Hi, you're listening to Aligned and Confident AF. Be unapologetically you and create a life you're fucking excited about. Do you want to trust yourself and be confident as fuck in making your decisions and giving yourself permission to be unapologetically you, not worry about what other people think or say, but take up that space, use your voice so that you can be the fucking CEO of your life. Are you ready to get started? All right, let's fuck some shit up. Well, hi, how are you? Welcome to aligned and confident AF where you can be the badass of your life and of everything at this. My dog is in the background jingling away. So have fun with that. Um, listen guys, this is keeps coming up not only for myself, but a lot for my clients and my friends. And we're going to be talking today about resistance and versus being in flow. Now, this can actually be situational, it could be resistance about ourselves and others and relationships and such. And we'll go and dive into that a little bit later. But let's really see what resistance comes up for this is where your resistance or you're pushing it back saying I'll deal with it later. It could be denial. It could feel like you're fighting something you're at war with something. And just all of those things feel so heavy. It can also create overwhelm and confusion and anxiety and anger and frustration those last three are especially for me. And then the more that you resist it, the more painful that that becomes, the more bigger it seems to become. And it clouds your vision. It clouds and stops you from seeing the solutions or the possibilities that are available to you. And so all you're doing is just reiterating that in there. And then you're on this resistance hamster, hamster wheel, right? But instead we can be in flow. We can go with it and understand and accept and acknowledging that this is happening, that, um, that we are human in that, that it's okay and natural to feel that and normalize it rather than being and fighting for it. And when you are in flow and you're accepting and acknowledging it and all of the things about it, it doesn't mean that you have to be stuck with it, but what you can end up having is to where you can make peace with it so that the overwhelm and the confusion and the anxiety and the anger and the frustration that we have whenever we're resisting it, that all diminishes. And so that we can be able to have peace and calm and feel safety and groundedness and knowing that you'll all you'll be able to figure it out or that this too shall pass and you will learn and you will grow from it accepting that it sucks, whatever it may be. Um, but that doesn't mean that, okay, yeah, accepting that, okay, this, this can be challenging, but that doesn't mean that it has to define you. It doesn't mean that, it ha that you can or need to allow it to stop you in any way. 
And so again, this can be situational, such as situations that this shouldn't have to be like this. This shouldn't be so hard. Why is this so hard? Oh, I hate Mondays. I hate going to work. Um, all these little comments that we say, not only feed into and create more resistance and more denial and more fighting, same thing really um, for situational is that two things have happened for me in the past year is that I've gone into perimenopause and that really butt up against my um, my vision for my life of how I thought it should be, as well as it changed my identity within myself and being able to do that. And I'm sure if you actually look, I'm sure that there's something that you can relate to in that aspect. Also around that same time uh, with COVID and we have time to have introspection that I realized that I am severely ADHD. Now, two things happen. It's like, okay, well, there's the label and I could either choose to make it mean all these things and it sucks and it has this and it's so much harder and all the things, but I've already been living that all my life. Instead, I chose to look at it like, oh, that makes sense. That's like, oh, okay, that normalizes it to where it's like, all right, great. Now that I know that I'm, that this is a normal thing. And okay, so now I need to figure out how to work in flow with that rather than resisting it. Because think about it. Just think about something that you're resisting or that you're denying or that you're fighting. How does that feel in your body? It feels heavy and icky probably. And you might have like a sensation of overwhelm or heaviness, a closed offness. There might be some vibration in there too and hot. And so it's not, and it's kind of uncomfortable, right? But it's not useful. It's not helpful. All it is, is that you can just feel that this is so uncomfortable. I want to get out of it. And so you're fighting out of it rather than sitting in it and go, okay, this is what I do know. I know that I'll be able to figure it out because I have evidence that I figured it out, things out so far, because I'm still alive, um, that I will be able to end up having this. And what solutions do I have? What feels good and congruent with this? And the more that you be able to accept that, okay, this is happening so accept that this is a human part of that and that, yeah, this feels like it sucks and all this, but how can I be more in flow? What feels good? What can I do that would be able to do that? And then also like we, again, ourselves with the ADHD and the menopause that I've experienced, um, or if you are comparing yourself to someone else, like, well, everybody else does it this way, but it feels icky and it doesn't feel right, then, but that's the way it should be done. Those are manuals. Those are things that we end up going for that it, it looks like this. It feels like this. It has to be like this. 
And um, these are the rules. These are the unspoken manuals. I have to show up like this. It has to go like this. And other people have to react like this. Or just even expecting in any three of those categories, right? Of course, you can have expectations, but understand that there is that acceptance that you can end up doing an inflow so that you'd be like, oh, so I'm going to play with this rather than that. And so we'll get into that, but let's go ahead and think of other ways that maybe we might be resisting and in denial and feeling overwhelmed and confused and anxiety and anger and frustration and all the things, right? You could be really upset with your spouse or your kids or your boss or your coworker or a client or a customer that came in or the driver on the road. They shouldn't do this. And you're getting so pissed off and frustrated and you're getting overwhelmed because you don't want them to act like that. Or you've told them, don't do that. I don't like that. And you've put up boundaries based on what you've been told before of what boundaries look like. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But of course, you're going to be upset. They shouldn't do that. Or you wouldn't even consider doing that. But they did. And you'd be like, what the hell? Of course, you're going to have that same thing with relationships. That um, whenever I got married, there was unspoken rules in the back of my head based on movies and things that I've seen with other people and these daydreams that you have with relationships that I'm supposed to show up like this. These are my rules. He's supposed to show up like that. Those are my rules. And then this is the way our interactions and our marriage should look on the inside and the outside. And all of that created overwhelm and confusion. And I would be, you know, even depressed and angry and frustrated, all the while feeling like I have to fight for this marriage. How, how useful is all of that? And so let's actually dig into, and you could be doing this also with your feelings, you know, just not wanting to feel it because it's uncomfortable. Should I understand that? For years, I've avoided feeling feelings, right? And be able to have that because I felt that if I felt sad and allowed myself to do that, I would get deeper into depression because I've gone in and out of depression, either low key depression or pretty damn deep depression for most of my life. And you fake it till you make it right. That doesn't work. And so because all you're doing is in your denial, you're not allowing and accepting yourself that this is a human experience. Sadness is okay. That this is something that happens. And so if you end up talking about it with someone, finding a safe place to be able to talk to somebody about your sadness, your anger, your frustration, your overwhelm, your depression, then there's an outlet for that. And it just is a release valve and it doesn't, and it doesn't give that resistance of whatever you're resisting to have so much power over you to where you feel hopeless, to where you feel like you're fighting with a wet noodle against something that is just so overwhelming and you're so confused by it. So let's dig into this, right? So in your situation, 
you look and see like defining that situation. I was talking to um, one of a good friend of mine and she was wanting to come across and she didn't understand how people saw her as being calm. And she felt that that was a negative thing. Now, my perspective, I think that calm means that I'm in a safe place, right? Because I've had so much trauma in my life and so much sporadicness in my life that calm to me equals safe place. But as we were digging through, we def- she was defining calm as being boring, And so as we're talking through, and so she says, okay, well, what do you want it to be? And she says, well, I want to be interesting. But there was no, it it didn't hit her. You could see it in her face. Interesting didn't seem to be something that she really wanted. And so I said, well, what does that look like? Define that for me. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And she came up with creative. And when creative came up, her face lit up. And so she had a, a, her body lit up. And so that is where you can end up digging into situations and yourself and others and relationships and your feelings. You can define that. So like whenever I would end up doing my menopause that I used earlier, of course, I would end up going through and be like, holy crap. Um, menopause, that means that I'm old and that my husband's not going to want me. I'm going to go crazy because these are all the, you know, stereotypical things for that. I'm going to end up losing that spark and that passion that we had and instead be able to just be, and then I would be cranky and pissed off and he's not going to want me and all the things. And so that just felt heavy. It felt gross. It made me feel insecure with all these thoughts. And I just started showing up even more insecure in every aspect of my life. Same thing with ADHD. Well, I'm not like everybody else. I can't be successful. I can't have that. And I'm resisting it. And so I'm like, I'm trying to do what everybody else tells me I need to do in my business, in my work, in my life, in these ways, because that's what neurotypical people do. But I'm neurospicy, bitch. So of course, I'm going to end up being, you know, I have tons of squirrels. And so sometimes the squirrels are mighty. And sometimes we're in flow and we're in sync. Sometimes it's a mosh pit in my head. And sometimes it's like herding cats. And sometimes it's like, okay, this is the way it is. And so I found ways and systems and solutions that are creative for me to be able to end up addressing that. So whenever I end up working, I have my work here on one side. Um, On the left side, I have my creative thoughts that come up that I normally would have jump ship and run into and figure that out. Also knowing that I'm going to forget this stuff, I would also have um, a to-do list that I would normally jump ship of what I'm doing and that I have to do this before I forget. And then that turns into another thing and another thing. And then two hours later, I am not being able to 
finish my my work and then I'm beating myself up and again that feels like crap right so instead I end up having my to-do list on one side and then I have my creative list on another and I might like bullet point that really really quickly and then talk to myself and say okay now now it's time to work and go through okay go back like three to two to three minutes back and go oh and there we are again. And I have, I'm more productive that way because I'm in flow. I accept that I have ADHD and then I have squirrels that sometimes um, to have mutiny and take over my brain and then sometimes not. And so I'm at, I become at peace with it and then I'll figure things out. The same thing with others. I used to be a car carrying people pleaser um, because I wanted not only to not upset the other people based on certain traumas that have happened in my life, but also so that I felt worthy and loved and that I could create a safe place for myself. And so now, you know, that would actually keep me from talking to others. I would be really angry at every little thing that they would end up doing that that how dare they, they need to end up doing this and they need to end up doing that. Do y'all, are y'all picking up what I'm laying down? That's the normal thing that we tend to do. I have these conversations with people inside and outside of my coaching. This is a normal thing and it's okay, but first be aware of it and say, okay, but one, what is that? Why is that a problem? What is, why is it a problem? Is it because, you know, say my, my marriage, right? So I'm not showing up like this. Well, then it's a problem because he's not going to want me. I'm projecting my fears onto him and making it his fault for this and also my fault. There's no fault involved. It just is. That's where the acceptance come in and acknowledging. And then if he doesn't show up a certain way, then, okay, well, what does that mean? Why is that a problem? And when you dig down deep into it, it would be that I would want connection and I want love, but it's not the way that I think it should be. Well, where can I find that connection and love? And just allow, and just allow it to be first, I need to love myself. And I love myself and accept myself for me and not project any of my fears onto that and allow that to not fight my fears, but allow that to happen and know that I'll be able to figure it out and have my own back. And whenever I do that, and whenever I have done that, then what happens, then I use my voice and say, Hey, look, I love you. This is what I would like to see, but I, I accept that that's the way that you deal with things and the way you see things. I would like this, but that's, you know, that's not a, a break thing. And then we'll talk about boundaries in just a minute, but that's part of a boundary thing too. And then you could say, okay, well, defining it, looking at it and say, okay, well, is this whenever I want connection, what does that look like? What does that feel like? How do you want to feel when you end up connecting with your partner or with your friends? Or how do you want to feel about this? And defining that, what does that look like? How are you showing up? How are you end up doing that? What is the intention that you want? What is it doing for you? What, 
what is it doing for you? Right. And when you end up having that, then you can end up doing that. What are the positive intentions for that? And so the same thing goes with feelings as well. And so you can end up going through those and asking those questions. And there's more questions that I end up asking whenever I end up coaching you. But these are some things that you can start becoming aware of and realizing that happens. And so when you're in resistance and when you're in denial, notice how does that feel in your body? Does that feel like closed, heavy? Is there a vibration or a movement in your body? Notice because feelings that come up when you're resisting it, it comes up in this feeling. And that's what I think. And all of that is, is information for you to pay attention, to stop and be present in just a moment. So put your hand over your heart, just breathe in and out for two and let that happen. Do it two or three times. What is the positive intention? What is this feeling that you're trying to resist that you're having about yourself or about others or about your relationship or about your situation that what is the feeling that you're having? If you can't name it, be able to recognize what's happening in your body. And once you recognize what's happening in your body, just know that this is normal and you have your own back, that there is nothing wrong here and this is normal. So now define it. Why is this a problem? What is it that you're trying to get? from this situation, from this feeling? Are you chasing a feeling? Are you resisting a feeling? Why are you resisting it? And being able to have that. So I want you to be able to go through that and really start becoming aware. I do have um, some coaching that just one-off coaching, just one coaching session. It's my rapid change session. And this is where we meet one-on-one for one to be able to get you to be in contact and understand what maybe you might be resisting and then seeing how we can get you in flow. What do you want to feel like? Where is the acceptance? This is not a willpower thing that, okay, I'm going to fake it till I make it. No, this is a rapid change. And we end up working together to be able so that you can feel at peace and calm and connected with yourself and just relaxed and in flow. And so you can end up signing up for that. Or if you, if it's something a little bit bigger and you want to end up having a little bit more, we do have, or I do have a, um, rapid change session series that you can end up buying three at a discounted price for one thirty-seven. And I really invite you to be able to try that. And I would love for you to be able to share this with somebody that you know that might be resisting or in denial, that's dealing with overwhelm and confusion, that seems to be fighting with their situation or where they're at in their life, or even just in the relationships. 
I can be able to help them in a rapid change session. Not a problem. Maybe you're experiencing frustration. Please share this podcast. Um, You can go to um, the link down below for the rapid change session and get that scheduled. I'd love to be able to hear from you. You have an amazing, amazing day. All right. Bye guys. Thanks for joining us here at Aligned and Confident AF. So glad that we got a chance to spend some time together. Listen, I'm going to ask you to do three things. One, if you like this content, I want you to like, follow, and be able to leave a review. This definitely helps me out, get this out in front of more people, as well as knowing that I am providing you with the content that you want. Also, if you think that this could benefit someone else, I would love for you to be able to share this with someone so that we could be able to get the word out. My goal is to be able to reach a million people so that we could be able to all lift everyone up and let everyone have the tools and the concepts to be able to uplove their life and live the life they want unapologetically, right? Be the CEO of your life. All right, guys, y'all go forth, be awesome, and have a fantastic day. Bye.